Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of Four Seasons and a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and a 9pm on Sunday, fifth season. Today, we are talking about Season 3, Episode 4 of Fringe, Do Shapeshifters Dream of Electric Sheep? My name is Nick, and joining me today are David and Charlie. Hey, I'm David. Hey, I'm Charlie. What a weird placeholder for a reference that happened two seconds before we started this episode. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? That happened last episode. Did did it? Yeah. You guys were... Or no, two episodes ago. It was two episodes ago where we recorded at like 9 p.m. on Sunday. Wait, did you say 9 p.m. on Sunday or did you say 9 a.m.? 9 p.m. on a Sunday. Oh, I thought this was a reference to David being angry because he got up early today. No. It's apparently it's, David it's, woke it's, up in Washington State. Yeah. <laughs> I have a re- weird energy today already. Very angry. Oh, hey, we have an email from Podbean. Fuck you, Podbean. <gasps> David, it's not Why? mailbag time. Get, get the fuck out of here. Is it telling us that we're using up too much valuable space and better productions need the drive space? <laughs> Man, what if they what if they did send that message? What if how much you paid them was directly related to how much traffic you got? Uh, sorry, the quality of your podcast is too low. You need to leave. <laughs> we no, no, listened to not, one of your not, episodes and went, what the fuck? <laughs> we don't well, no, want your money. It's not the quality of your podcast is too low. You need to leave. It's we have a sister website um, that is perfect for the quality of your episodes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a flag saying your one episode's being downloaded a lot more than the others. Um, what the fuck? Hey, with with the rhyming title, it seems like you're trying to bait children into listening to explicit content. You have been perma banned. <laughs> Yay! Uh, uh, update on that. Like- um, Fox in the box of the socks uh, is d- d- not seeing the amount of downloads that Overwear There on the Stair is getting, so I don't oh, know what man. the fuck is up with Overwear There on the Stair. It's so confusing. It continues wonder, to get wonder, a download or two every single day. <laughs> I-, I wonder if it's literally just that like people like really like the uh, like that like episode of Fringe. No, there's no reason. way. There's no way. <laughs> It's not a particularly great episode of Fringe uh, in respect to the rest of the show. It's actually the alternate universe. It's it's part one of the season two finale. Yeah. I got nothing for you. It has 75 total downloads. Incredible. Wait, shit. Does that mean that we almost have like 100 downloads in a month? It's ludicrous. I don't understand. Incredible. I'm, I'm very, I'm very pleased that it is single-handedly bringing up our download amounts. Uh, but hey, um, what's everyone been up to this past week? What's, what's going on? Uh, I had an infuriating experience with IKEA, where I put in a click and collect order because we're in Canada, so we're still respecting a quarantine. Looking at you, Texas. <laughs> um, and it, I put the order in at 9 a.m. and then had to drive an hour because that's the closest Ikea. And they were like, okay, be here between 6 and 7 or you could pick it up once you get a confirmation email. And then I never got that confirmation email. And we waited in an Ikea parking lot for like an hour and a half. And then I had to go in and they're like, oh, sorry, we're super behind. And I was like, okay, cool. Can I have my stuff? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really wish they would have sent like an update being like, hey, your order's been delayed. We're working on it. It's just, 
It was just frustrating. And then I had to put the IKEA furniture together. That's always frustrating. <laughs> I I actually quite like putting flat packs together. I think it's fun. It's like yeah, well, it's some like of them big are big Legos. Like doing doing this frame was fine because we got a TV bench, so it's like put this bar in and then screw it in. And I was like, okay, cool. But then you get to the actual like wooden shelf part, and they didn't pre-drill any of the holes. And the oh, okay, instructions that's the just, worst. The instructions to say, take sharp thing and stab it, and then put these screws in. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Beautiful. You're telling me to drill my own pilot you should, holes? You should never yes. have to drill an IKEA thing. That is well, to not be fair, the purpose I, of IKEA. I didn't. I just grabbed. Um, I have like, uh, I guess like a, a skin kit where it's like you got nail clippers and you got like pimple poppers and stuff a skin kit what i like a skincare kit i don't know what like a, a manicure kit i don't know what to call it but it's got like all those like it's got tweezers and it's got the little pimple skin popper kit sounds things. like a scalping kit like you would have like a bayonet or some shit yeah it's got stuff for like your cuticles and stuff but there's one that's you're, you're supposed to stab like a pimple if it won't pop due to pressure and then you can drain it that way so i just stabbed that into the wood and moved it around but yeah that was a fucking frustrating day huh now i'm in a bad mood <laughs> excellent Yay. that is prime energy levels for an episode of the podcast I'm, I'm glad to hear that i just have to have to i guess be the entire balance and have to be double happy to make up for this so we can be at least neutral <laughs> so guys um, Clip Studio Paint is on sale for fifty percent off. Do you think I should get it? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's like um, industry it's... standard drawing software. Uh, it's it's I really mean... nice, but yeah, it's industry standard. If you're gonna use it, yeah. <laughs> if you draw like cuter slimes, then yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's still on sale for two more days, so I'll probably break. <laughs> I have a problem with software hoarding, guys. Like it's yeah, a real do. problem. Yeah. Not just video games, but software in general. I'm real bad about it. Yeah. I just love like, to collect oh, man, licenses. I could use this one day. And take it and like, oh. Um, what have okay you been David? up to, Nick? Oh, I just, it's... Remember, remember, hey audience, for everyone who listened to the last episode, remember how I was like, oh man, this week sucks? Uh, the week just continues. Um, oh no. Well, it's Yeah, it's the week, weeks don't end. I mean, yeah, that's how yeah. time works. <laughs> no, but like specifically, I was like, "Oh man, uh, I can see the, I can see the, I can see the end of, uh, I can see the end of like the, the, like the light at the end of the tunnel for like the this insane week." And then the light at the end of the tunnel was just a lie, and it was just a curve, because uh, like uh, I, I still, I still am like working on the presentation for the thing that I'm uh, presenting at the conference, and then also I'm now like stressed because I like need to like submit a recording of that and that, that an email about that was supposed to go out like a week ago and i haven't gotten it uh <laughs> and i don't Ooh. know if it's just me or who it is that hasn't gotten it yet um but there's there's all that and then also i have i think i've had uh eight first years send me angry emails about how i marked them too hard on a matlab assessment this past <laughs> week which no, just suck like, it up it just hurts to read and to be fair i gave so out of the like I think out of the like 45 students that I graded, I gave three of them zeros. All three of them emailed me and be like, were like, why did you give me a zero? I showed up. I was like, that, that's not how marks work. <laughs> Where's my participation, Mark? <laughs> oh, man. For as much as we like defend 
or get angry that boomers are like, oh, they want participation trophies. What the fuck do these kids want? A participation trophy? <laughs> it just... Did they just, just not... Just just, did they not hand anything in? Like... No. So so here's here's the thing. They had code. Their code was horrendously incorrect um, okay. in most of the situations. Uh, and then when I asked them if what they were doing made sense, they said yes. Um and wouldn't elaborate on anything and then couldn't answer like other questions so it's like what am i supposed to do oh you handed in okay that kind of the that kind <laughs> of lab tutorial where you're supposed to answer questions yeah no they deserve fucking zeros then. <laughs> it's, it's that it's kind like, of hey, lab tutorial where you're supposed to do something well no okay so what yeah you have is, you have demonstration labs yeah you have a you demo have... where you got to show off your code and then the ta is like ask you a question to make sure did you not just copy your code off yeah. of somewhere yeah. You actually I will know. Know so, so the thing was, they definitely did make the code. The code was just like horrendously incorrect. Like, yes, see, that's yes, even worse. Years, but... Not only do they not copy the code to at least get the right answers, they also did it. They also don't even understand their own shit code then. Well, so, they don't so... understand their shit code and they don't understand why their shit code is wrong. Like, it's, it's a failure on multiple levels. And I think Nick is to blame for being a bad teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I had actually done ATA before this week for it, so it was great. Um, I just like showed up and had to mark them. Um, I like Charlie's uh, no, but, like, explanation. So, so, so just 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 for the just for the example of like what I mean by the code was like horrendously wrong, and when I asked if like what they were doing made sense, um, I, I gave them zero afterwards. One of them, so uh, what they're doing is a heat transfer problem through a wall. You've got temperatures, you've got like uh, like 21 degrees Celsius on one side of the wall, like 41 degrees Celsius on the other side of the wall. And the last little part of this, after you've solved your system of equation, uh, is plot out the temperature through the wall, looking at these specific points, because you've like solved for those node equations. And one of the students, their temperatures varied between minus 600 and positive 800 degrees Celsius. <laughs> And what formed the an M hell? through the wall. Hey, hey, but can you deny that the temperature through the wall would be somewhere within that range? <laughs> Ignoring the fact that the negative Celsius temperature, I think, is impossible. Yes, that, that was a little bit of the problem. Because um, what you say, was, negative 600? So like negative three... 600 degrees Celsius to positive 800 degrees Celsius. So three times lower than absolute so zero, like it went, roughly? Like, negative 600, positive 800, and then like plus like 30 and then back up to like positive 800 then back down to like minus 500 like it made no sense and i like looked That's at them amazing. and i was like okay looking at this graph does this make sense with the question that you were asked and if they told me no they were getting part marks because they at least understood what was going on but they're like yep makes complete sense um yep, we that can see reading, that there's like there is nothing wrong with this reading at all this is what so, i should have gotten See, this is when you start asking like leading questions and be like, hey, did you know absolute zero is like negative 270 Celsius? <laughs> no. And they, so, so here's, here's and the important thing. They go, they go yeah. And you go, okay, you're saying that the lowest temperature is negative 600 degrees Celsius. Do you see an issue with that? And if they say no, so then Charlie, you fail them. So Charlie, there's two important parts about this. The first important part is I only have five minutes to do one of these assessments before I have to tell them to fuck off so I can give another one. <laughs> They're all on Zoom, so I don't have time to ask leading questions like that. And two, if I do ask leading questions like that, and I ask that the Monday of week one, then the people by Wednesday of week two are going to have heard all this shit. So I can't just, I, I just have to be like, does this make sense? Yes or no? Have, have them tell me. And then if they, uh, 
Okay, I'm say, sorry, go, but, mm-hmm. but if your other students need to cheat on the value of absolute zero, then there's bigger problems going on. I'm I'm just telling it how it is. It was um, <laughs> man. I this is oh god, and they're probably all gonna pass because of fucking COVID markings. <laughs> like, uh, well, also well, kind of cur- first year, first year not. marking. <laughs> no, no, no. This is um. David, you you and I both know who's teaching this course. Um, they are a hard marker. <laughs> oh shit! It's, it's is it her? It's... Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Fail them. Fucking fail them all. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve. So, so she's their also been, iron so rings. she's also been really really nice about how grading works for them. Outside of the lab grade, which is ten percent of their final grade, two two assessments like this, the other ninety percent of their grade is related to two midterms and a final. The midterms are weighted relatively high, but if you do better on a fi- on the final than you do on either of the midterms, then the grade gets commuted to the final. So if you fail a midterm, it's fine. You just have to do better on the final, and that grade is gone. But if you do really well on a midterm, it's weighted high, so that if you do terribly on like the final, it you might still pass. Oh my god, I would I would have killed to have that marking scheme. <laughs> yeah, instead of going into a final being like, nothing I did in the semester matters, this is 50% of my grade. So I the could... great thing is, you can you can still technically do that, because you can say, nothing I did this semester matters, this final's worth 90% yeah. of my grade. Yeah. I, th- y- no one, there's no, like, honestly, there's nothing like more panicky that I think I will ever experience in my life. Than going into a final going, man, I need an 80% on this final to pass this course. Yeah, huh. that's, uh, that's not a good feeling to have. And if you're I've... still in school, get better study habits now. <laughs> Do all the assigned homework. Don't do slack. the assigned homework as soon as possible. I don't know if I'd say that. Don't do, don't do all the assigned homework, but like do most of it. Like do the stuff that's for marks for sure. Do all the assigned homework. Well, if it's not for marks, then it's not assigned. It's recommended. That's oh, not no. true in engineering. That's, that's not that's true. That's very not true. We had a lot of assigned homework. <laughs> engineering is a stupid discipline. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. Don't go into STEM. If you go into STEM, you're an idiot. There's nothing but stress and really? tears awaiting but if, you. But if you don't go into uh, STEM, you're not going to make any money. <laughs> but you'll be happy. No, you, yeah, happy and starving. <laughs> all, all the starving artists I know are the happiest people on the planet. Look at Van Gogh. Uh. <laughs> hey, moving away from the depressing topic of furthering your education, let's talk about Fringe. Ooh. Oh, wait, I didn't all do right. an update. I've been up to nothing but work. <laughs> Yay! Well, your update was that you woke up in Washington. Yeah, yes. and I was furious. <laughs> hey, because you, the Washington State joke, are you going to become a Seattle Kraken fan next season for the NHL? Do it. Um, yeah, sure, whatever. If yeah. fresh, fresh start, stupid logo, stupid team name. Fresh start. Uh, they're not Minnesota, so maybe I won't have to cry every night. <laughs> After hey, don't don't be game. a Minnesota Wild fan. That's just a that's just a bad idea. <laughs> They're just don't mediocre. be a fan of Minnesota sports in general. <laughs> hey, the yeah, the Timberwolves are okay, <laughs> right? I don't know. I think no. Carl Anthony Towns is still in the league. He's Charlie, a very good player. Yeah, I think the Timberwolves are currently the worst team. Uh, in the NBA, in the rank, in like, I-, I need to check this now because you said that, and I was like, 
I don't think he's looked at, like, the NBA standings this season. Oh, no. The Timberwolves have eight wins and 29 losses. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, They're the, the only team without double-digit wins. The NBA currently. <laughs> They're worse than Detroit by two wins. Oh man! Minnesota has eighty percent of the wins that Detroit has, and that's their closest competitor. Oh my god! So just I know I said we we're going to get to the episode, but looking at this table now is crazy. So in the Western Conference, Timberwolves eight and twenty-nine, but they're on a one-game win streak. The Houston Rockets, having just lost their entire core, are 11 and 25. They're on a 15 game losing streak. Ooh. Yeah. Anyways, that's horrible. All right. Before we get yes. to the TV guide, um, I'm sorry, audience, I didn't edit in that terrible singing into yesterday, last week's episode. I haven't even edited the episode yet, but I'm apologizing now because I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> Damn it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you lazy fuck. That's me. All right, TV guide. <laughs> uh fine all right tv guide for this episode reads thomas jerome newton requires the services of a sleeping shapeshifter in response to a potentially dangerous situation that involves an important official meanwhile an investigation at massive dynamic puts walter in jeopardy and olivia on high alert bum, bum, bum. Ba, ba, ba. so by sleeping shapeshifter they're referring to a sleeper agent and not a shapeshifter who is you know taking a nap Yes. Yeah, that's what's so fucking confusing about this TV guide. Why? <laughs> Just say sleeper shapeshifter. We've already acknowledged that the TV guides are terrible. <laughs> this one... Uh. Occasionally there'll be a good one, but we shouldn't expect greatness from them. <laughs> I really, I really want to look at, like, if there are still, like, TV guides for, like, current, like, like yeah. shows that come out and things like that oh god i gotta i gotta look at some of those and see how much more trash they've gotten as like Didn't, less people have looked at them the tv guide website just updated their entire design yeah Alrighty then never mind they're still okay. in business somehow good Who on knew? them yeah, so i don't what they should really do is just they should have a list of all the streaming services, and then when you look up a show, they should tell you what streaming service has that show. That's what TV right. guys should be. That is that, so that is a valuable service that they could be doing, and that would get them so much ad revenue from people just Googling, where the fuck can I watch this show? Well, aren't there... There's Somebody's offering there's a service where, you, where you, you kind of bundle all of your accounts. Yeah, into it's one. called Cable. <laughs> no, no, no! You bundle all your streaming accounts into one service, and then you can browse the entire library at once, and it will just swap your credentials. Like, oh, this show's on Amazon Prime. This one's on Netflix. This one's on like Hulu. I think uh, that's a thing, but I, I think, think you have to pay for that service on top of your streaming services. Ah, uh, being rich. <laughs> uh. If I won like a sixty million dollar lottery, I still wouldn't pay for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. I would continue to obtain TV shows and movies the way I normally do. And I'm going to leave that open-ended. Mm. Right. Uh, let's actually get into the episode here. Um, so <laughs> is, we open is up having a DVR piracy? Um, uh, only, if, only if you get the things off of the DVR into other like manners. Oh, I guess, um, yeah. Then you're distributing it. Well, if you distribute it, then you're, that's illegal. You can replay it for yourself. But I think legally you wouldn't be allowed to have like a viewing party. Hmm. But it's my, like my it's, thought is as long those... as there's only the copy on the DVR, it's fine. Um... Yeah, it's one of those questionably legal things where it's like you technically 
it's like technically if you buy a DVD, you can't show it to other people if you were following the absolute letter of it because they didn't but buy I, a license to it. Yeah, that all all of that is nonsense and the law should yeah. be adjusted. Yeah. Okay. Into the episode. Right. Oh my god, have you guys episode, heard about the episode. um and <laughs> what's it called? The <laughs> NFT things? What are they? The, the yes. Yeah, oh, the um, crypto they, art? They are hilarious. Uh, do, yeah. you, do you know how much uh, power they consume just to like get one of those? It's like, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. That's going to kill okay. so many trees. No, no, no. Just because you're talking about the, yeah, the non-frugal. Um, non-fungible tokens. Yeah, non-fungible tokens, yeah. Did you hear what the NBA did? Yes. David probably didn't. It's all goddamn nonsense. And no, did you did you hear what the NBA did? They partnered with a company where you can now get digital basketball cards, but they're called moments. And it's just like, oh, this is one of LeBron's greatest dunks. And then you own that moment, and it's part of a set. But because it's crypto, you can say like one of twenty five. Yeah, but But it's also it's still just it's a gif. It's you, also you, just okay. nonsense because you can just make another one of it. <laughs> like Yes, but the crazy thing is like they've made $4 billion in sales because you have to buy packs. Because people are idiots. Because people are There's a are resale market idiots. for them, David. People yeah, are buying these for thousands token, so of dollars. Thing, it's nonsense and it's terrible for the environment and it's absolute garbage. But I'm also yeah. like, what happens when that company goes under? Like what, what happens, happens? What happens when any company goes under? What no, but like if if Tops goes under, I still have my physical hockey cards. Like if I have like a, a Matthews rookie card, and the company that prints it goes out of business, arguably that card goes up in value. No, because, but what I'm saying is, what happens when St- if if God forbid Valve goes under, that like goes under, and you can't re-download things from their servers anymore? Like, yeah. all those games you own disappear. Like, it's nonsense. We live in a nonsense world where you're wasting money on things that aren't real and don't exist. <laughs> like, yep. Okay, now to this fictional TV show called Fringe. All right. <laughs> 20 minutes of tangents. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, actually, we're actually going now? I yeah. Can, yeah. Uh... Peter, Peter right. and Olivia are having dinner. Yay! Yay! And they're people it's... watching, which is the ultimate couple activity. <laughs> and they're watching other couples. Including a dude wearing yep. a fedora so, backwards at a table. Yep. So, so yeah. question: what What date are you on before you start like people watching and like making assumptions that like possibly make your partner uncomfortable? Like, like what date is that for them? Do you think if it's the uh, person you're gonna marry, first date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things where like you make an offhand comment that's not too offensive, and if they take it from there, then you're like, okay, cool. Otherwise, if you're super cautious, probably like fourth or fifth. When you really get a dial in on their sense of humor. <laughs> Before or after you've literally been inside them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a valid question. Do you make fun of other people's relationships before you've had sex with someone? Huh. That's a nicer yes, way to phrase what I've I made, I've made fun of other people's relationships with you guys and I haven't had sex with you. Yeah, but you're not <laughs> dating us. Like, yeah, and I'm eternally different. upset about it. <laughs> dating someone sorry, has Charlie. other expectations and requirements than just being friends with someone. Like, da- <laughs> to stop dating someone is like there's a whole social norms and social requirements to stop dating someone that people will shame you if you don't follow. To not be friends with someone, you can just deck them in the face, and then everyone understands you're no longer friends. Like, yeah. 
To be or fair, you, you could technically do that while you're dating someone, and it would get yeah. the same message across. No, but you would get arrested for domestic abuse. <laughs> yeah, but you would also do that. Like, if I, if I, for example, were to like go and like punch like one one of our friends in the face, um, possibly even one of our female friends, the same thing would happen. Um, that doesn't that would not I solve feel, the. Uh... I feel like if it was a singular just punch in the face as a signal that we're no longer friends, I don't think they would like press yeah, charges. It's because like. Like relationships like dating have more, uh, I don't want to say this definitively, usually have more intimacy than like friendships. There, there's more baggage, I think, associated with them. Like, honestly, if Charlie yeah, were to come yeah. up to me, deck me in the face, and be like, we're not friends anymore, I wouldn't press charges. I would just go, what the fuck happened to Charlie? Okay, I guess we're not <laughs> friends anymore. Like, I wouldn't call and, the police on that. Well, like, and people would go, hey, why don't you hang out with Charlie anymore? And you would go, he punched me and said, we're not friends anymore. They wouldn't say, oh my god, you need to press charges because he abused you. They would go, oh, okay, yeah, that's good for you for not hanging out with him anymore. Yeah. He's obviously going through something. But like uh, if, okay. if Nick, if your if, girlfriend yeah, if, came over and was like, Nick hit me and said we, we've broken up, I'd be like, you need to press charges because he hit you and you're in a relationship. Even if you've broken up like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think it's a different expectation there. All right. Also, I'll do around. anything to send you into prison. But other, yeah, if yeah, if if your partner came to you, punched you in the face and you told us this, I'd be like, yeah, you should press charge. Like you should go talk to someone. Abuse like, is abuse. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, I think, just, I'm just making sure that this isn't the, uh, like, it's, just it's because, not some, like, It's not some weird gender norm thing. Oh, no, I think no, it's no. just, okay. it's, like, dating someone has, like, just by dating someone, there's more of an expectation to it. There's, 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 there's a much there. higher, there is much higher expectation of trust um, yeah, than there's a lot more... of the time in friendships. That's, that's what I'll say about that. Yeah. Um, Can you believe we spent a half hour and we're not past the first scene? Yeah, like we haven't even fucking got to the whole like point of the episode of the guys. Open. It's right. a t- it's two thirty on a Saturday during COVID. What 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 are you guys gonna <laughs> got to do? Let's have to record this podcast episode. Oh, um, we could play Valheim. <laughs> like, what else are you gonna be doing? Continuing to edit my presentation for my conference. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. Anyways, there there are people watching. Um, it's it's all good. They're they seem to be enjoying themselves. Um, Peter Peter starts to you know mention how you know it's totally fine if someone wants to be like a sugar daddy or a sugar baby. Um, that hint, is hint, completely hint, cool. Hint. And, <laughs> and Olivia's like, I don't know about that man, and he's like, Nah, it's fine. Don't don't you see the transactional uh, relationship that is happening there? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> And then he's really creepily like, oh, I don't think those two have had sex yet. You can tell when people haven't had sex yet. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, did other Olivia have sex with him? And he doesn't know. He knows I'm not, I'm not her. And then, yeah, she goes into the bathroom and like kind of freaks out. And then there's just a dude buying lemonade. Yep. And, and you can tell he's and you can tell something horrible is about to happen to him because he's completely like he's a he's a great guy here like because he sounds yeah, he's like a reasonable human being and he's he being nice to these children he, he doesn't go up to the kids and be like hey do you have a permit to sell that lemonade no i'm gonna call the cops on you this is well, a public the, health violation well it's because they're white children <laughs> yeah they're it's, in a, it's they're also in a, because they call him like they call him by name like you can tell he stopped by and said hi a lot before because they're like hi senator van horn the fact that he's a senator and little children are calling him like by his name just makes me more worried 
don't worry this this doesn't take place in 2020 or post 2016 world so i guess it's fine i mean it's been going on for a long time david yeah but i mean they wouldn't be doing that in fringe as a tv plot (laughs) is what i mean if this was an episode of scandal that's probably where this would go (laughs) could you imagine if this is what happened and they were like olivia you prosecuted someone for this before we need you to do it again and she's like shit i never did that (laughs) and that was the crux of the episode is her having to learn case law that honestly (laughs) that would be an amazing episode if they she had to deal with like shitty politics (laughs) it was like this isn't what it's like in the other universe at all well, also, if Broyles ever brought up that you know the the whole season one, uh, yeah, one one man has one night of uh, one oh, night of fun, God. his life is ruined. And Olivia's just like, wait, what? No, just this Olivia going, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> but no, we'll never talk about that guy again. Nope. Yeah, no, it's like Fringe realized like immediately after season one, they're like, ooh, maybe that wasn't okay. He did get incinerated. To be fair, yeah, uh, and. Then, yeah, so a senator buys some lemonade from some girls, is like a friendly, nice guy, and then gets hit by a truck. Yeah. And um, in a very startling, like, he's well, looking back at them the cl- in the rearview mirror and then just trucked. Yeah. It's, it's the classic. It is, yeah. it is the classic hit by a car scene where it's like, oh, man, life is going great for them. And boom, they're dead. I think I think this is the episode where I originally came up with the Papa Broyles joke too. Really? Because Broyles <laughs> does runs that have up to do with the like Broyles comes up. He's in the hospital because the senator is apparently a personal friend of his, and the guy's wife is in there. And I'm pretty sure later on the episode, that's when I started doing Papa Broyles. <laughs> and it's like, oh, don't geez. worry, Papa Broyles is here to take care of you. <laughs> but yeah, we do cut he to the is- hospital. Where they're trying to save him, and they're like, "Okay, do we start the defib?" Like, um, no, but like, no. I'm like, why not? If we don't have a pulse, and like, then why is he breathing? <laughs> and he's still breathing. And that's when you can already like, tell. Oh, oh man, this man is not normal. Something. This is the fringe. That was also an episode of House. Oh, where a girl flatlines, but she's still like conscious and aware, and it just turns out she had a weird heart valve. But the episodes played it up. As like house is going to cure death. <laughs> it's not oh, lupus. Boy. It's never lupus, <laughs> except for the one time it is. <laughs> but yeah, so Thomas Jerome Newton shows up and like starts killing hospital people, yep. and yeah, trying you, to you, steal you... the senator's body? Question mark. Well, yeah, it's yeah, trying to steal his body. Still doing okay. It's whether or not it's a corpse. Mm-hmm. Um, and Broyles is there as like Jones. I mean Newton. <laughs> and, and kind of has him cornered and newton's like okay i know when i'm beat bang and shoots van horn in the eye yep and then before runs away the, before making the coolest jump ever oh he's like, yeah such a baller move hey <laughs> do you guys ever look down at like staircases and tall buildings and be like i wonder what would happen if i fell perfectly through the center of that that's I- what thomas jerome <laughs> newton did I think of and that every awesome. time I climb up a staircase. <laughs> I wonder what would happen. But yeah, it's, it's I, such a good, it's such a good little just zoop as he goes down the. Uh... Isn't there like some psychological thing with humans that just like 
oh, every time the... you look over it... like a, a thing, you think about jumping, and it's just like everyone has that thought or something. Yeah, it's like, like it's like of, the... it's like Call of the Void or something. Yeah, Call yeah, of the Void, it's... where it's perfectly normal and kind of psychologically healthy to occasionally have thoughts of what would happen if I jump. Yeah, it's not even like a I want to die thing. It's just like, man, I wonder what would happen if I jump off. This this is real tall. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's the same being thing curious. as like, I could drive onto the street and hit all these people with my car, but I won't. <laughs> I do yeah. have the thought of every time I'm on the highway, I'd be like, man, what would happen if I just went to the other side? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe David hey, shouldn't drive anymore. Haven't acted on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ed Broyles runs up to Van Horn and sees that, oh, no, he's bleeding mercury because he was a shapeshifter. Ooh. Ooh. I, guess, I guess we found out how he was still breathing with no pulse. Uh, yeah. Because um, they had a live, they've had a live shapeshifter at this point that they could, like, I guess like, they didn't check if they had a pulse. Temporarily, and then it, like, cried out in pain and apologized to Walter before dying. Yeah, I don't think they've yeah. ever had a live shapeshifter to, like, experiment on. Yeah. Aside from the one that got partially uh, brought back, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and then We almost had one here. Yeah, that's our cold <laughs> open, is the shapeshifters have infiltrated even the higher forms of government. Ooh. And then we cut Ooh. to Massive Dynamic, and Peter is talking to uh, Nina Sharp at Massive Dynamic. Because Walter yep. is yeah. now the sole shareholder of this publicly traded company. It <laughs> Just for my sake, we're gonna we're not gonna say sole shareholder because that makes no sense. <laughs> Controlling no, but shareholder, David. David, it, he says, "I am the sole shareholder of Massive <laughs> Dynamics." Zero sense. And Listen, so, David, as you, sole shareholder, as sole shareholder of Massive Dynamic, Walter is giving a lecture to all like the higher ups, which includes a very weird massage and sniffing of a scientist's hair. Yeah, sexual assault is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, and then, and, well, no, and then he decides to take to off his trip. pants because the room's warm. Like, oh, yeah, because he's also, like, tripping on acid. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's high this as is, balls right now. Walter this is very to... much like, the, Walter made sure the entire HR department got, fo- got fired before he had this meeting. Uh, <laughs> like, Walter, um, yeah, Walter needs to step down after this. <laughs> but, but no one's there to force him because he is the sole shareholder of Massive Dynamic. <laughs> just makes no so, sense. So my, my, my headcanon for why he's the sole ha- shareholder is that William Bell has actually just been, like, secretly buying all of the stock as it's been going. But um, you can't secretly do that. Like, you can't secretly buy all of the stock in a publicly traded company. Like, what, also, well, you can do stock buybacks, um, which might have actually been a thing. But but that but doesn't make you the sole the- shareholder. <laughs> that just inflates your own stock price. Like, also with him being the sole shareholder, that means there's no trading of the stock going on, which should devalue the stock a little bit. That no? also means the board of directors have no stock options and nothing. Yep. Like. What? Yep. <laughs> it, it makes no this, this sense. This is Walter's company, and it, it they just needed some a... way to say Walter is now the owner, but they really should have just been Walter should have been like I think he gave me majority shares because yeah William Bell would probably hold on to fifty one percent of the shares or or sense. or just I think he gave me massive dynamic like don't even bring up how he owns it just say he owns it whatever who cares yeah. Like, um... I think the other important thing to remember that is, once again, a whole season one thing, 
uh, is that the entire like you know expanse of massive dynamic and like how Walter basically now owns like a military that like rivals yeah. like yeah. like a private military that yeah. rivals some small countries and you know a GDP larger than small countries like there were a lot of like f- season one flexes of massive He's dynamic. essentially the owner of a small country, not even a small country <laughs> of like a medium sized country. Yes. With the with the financial resources to buy a medium sized country, <laughs> yes. Hey. And hey, uh oh, that motherfucker! God damn right. you, Craig! All right, Craig is tired of our tangenting. He has decided <laughs> to leave. Craig has. Man, killed I was expecting with us having like a like a minuscule uh like actual summary that this episode was going to go by real fast. Nope, I was get wrong. fucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. It's fine. We got uh, thirty-seven minutes off of Craig. <laughs> That's enough to sink. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. So um, Walter is thankfully halted from taking his pants off, and Peter comes in and is like, "Hey, uh, we have a case. Let's go." And um, I think then they go. They're all reviewing the security footage with Broyles as he fills them in on what happened, and they see Newton shoot this guy, and mm-hmm. Bolivia is kind of like, "Oh, how horrible! What the fuck is he doing? What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> Oh no! Walter's like looking That's at her Thomas hair Jerome too. Newton. Oh yeah, no! Walter's continuing to be an HR headcase. Um, <laughs> well, because also Olivia's hair. Well, she also she dyed it more blonde than it was before. She also does has bangs. I, right, our yeah. Olivia didn't have bangs, right? No, because our Olivia has taste. <laughs> like she has weird <laughs> bangs now, and it's like a completely different hairstyle. <laughs> But hey, Walter's just pleased because Olivia's hair looks like yellow diamonds. Uh. <laughs> Which is also weird. Like, I don't, this, this episode <laughs> has a weird energy to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, does Bolivia call Newton now or after no, the autopsy? We, uh, we, we get Walter, uh, we get like Peter being like, sorry, he's, he's high. And Walter <laughs> being like, don't worry, I do my best work while high. To which Broyles responds with, as you'd expect, don't, I sure hope so. Cause we, cause this is a personal friend and I want to figure out what is going on here. <laughs> as always, really, I am just... very, I am very susceptible to nepotism. And because this is a personal friend, I demand your best work. <laughs> <laughs> I will supply you with as much acid as needed. Because if there's one thing Burroughs is down to do, it's to show up at a hospital and demand patient records using his police patch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then... But hey, let's move to the autopsy. Um... Super cool effects in this scene, because they look like into the eye bullet wound. Yeah. And you can see Man. like mechanical stuff underneath. It looks super good. This is um... gross. This is, there's a random FBI agent with him, right? Because uh, during this initial part of the autopsy, if I recall. Yeah, because Peter's yep. getting Twizzlers. Yeah, and this show, she's asking him, like, leading questions. It's like, oh, weird. Is it a machine or a human? And he's like, it's neither. Both. It's both. It's a cybernetic <laughs> Neither <life form."> it's both. <laughs> what a horrible sentence. <laughs> it's a cybernetic life form sent by Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, yep. no, wrong universe. Human tissue over robotic endoskeleton. <laughs> but yeah, um, you could tell that she's, like, super not okay with the whole, like, high, essentially mad scientist um, performing this autopsy on this weird thing. <laughs> yeah. And Peter comes back and is like, hey, got you, the, got, you those, uh, got you those red vines. They're not Twizzlers, we swear. 
Uh, <laughs> well, no, Red Vines is an actual company. Red, Red Vines are an yeah, actual Red, company. Red Vines Red is a is sticks. a U.S. is a U.S. licorice company. Hey, yeah, I got sticks. you some of those uh, Twizzle Twizzle Vine things you like. <laughs> I got you some of those Vizzlers. <laughs> some of those red twizzles and and peter's like it's okay i can i can take it from here just like thank god it like (laughs) immediately gets out of the gets out of the room um um and we cut to the the shirtless thomas jerome newton because he's he's got he's gonna show off a little bit in this episode do do we not get the uh, rest of the autopsy where he talks about wanting to move to the lab yes because we get, so essentially he talks to Peter for a bit and then he like looks at the body he's operating on and he can see, they mention something that's a trigger or something and uh, the shapeshifter's hand twitches and then Walter's like, oh God, maybe I am higher than I thought. I think he's moving. And then Peter <laughs> goes, no wait, he is moving. And Walter's like, oh, thank gosh, we should take him to the lab. And Peter's like, all right, I'll bring him to Harvard. And Walter's like, no, no, my other lab, massive I dynamic. Have, <laughs> I have a better lab, lab. now. And then we cut to, which, to yeah. How long, how long do you think? How, how long do you think that that whole thing is gonna? Uh, how long do you think that thing's gonna like you know stay around for before they're like mm, Walter doesn't Walter gets to go back to Harvard now? We built this <laughs> entire Harvard set. We're not gonna stop using it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and then and then we cut to shirtless Thomas Jerome Newton, who's on an asshole Bluetooth earpiece call with Bolivia. This <laughs> is a douchey like, and he's so he's got dude, like. Bro, douche. I don't know what he's using because he got he got shot, so he's got like a mirror up on the wound, and he's like sealing it over with something. I think like, it's more yep. mercury, but it burns just... and it cauterizes, and that's not what mercury yeah. does. Hey, he's a shapeshifter. Really you don't know. It's really funny because you're right that it's a mirror, but like the the when I like watched this initially, I thought that he was watching like a YouTube like tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, so you're you're a cybernetic like... hybrid between man and machine, and you've been damaged. And you run on Mercury. Well, here's what you want to do. Get a mirror so you can see the wound. Listen, uh, my, that's just what it looked like to me. It looked like he had some, like, futuristic device. And this was just, you know, where they had all the tutorials for how to, like, heal yourself. My nope. initial like, thought was, oh, cool. just a mirror. My initial thought was that it was a FaceTime. <laughs> uh, no. Even the alternate universe couldn't imagine FaceTime. <laughs> I mean, they do though. They have video called. Uh, my but fa- one of my favorite Bolivia things is calls and is Sorry. like, "Hey, you done goofed?" And he went, "No, <laughs> you done goofed. You done goofed harder than I ever goofed." You're not committed to this. You're gonna fail because you're weak and you're bad at your job. <laughs> you're not like Man. there, Olivia, who's strong and good at her job. You're basically Peter's mom. <laughs> You're weak, weak and very, weak very woman. sad. <laughs> and, and yeah, essentially, the, the the important aspect out of that phone call is him being like, "Don't worry, he's 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 deactivated, or as you'd consider it, dead. They're not going to be able to get anything off of them." And Olivia's like, "Oh, thank God!" And she makes her way back to the autopsy. At which point, yeah, no, Walter's twitching the man's finger and going, "I think we can get some shit out of him. I think I we could wake him up." <laughs> To the just lab. Olivia going, oh fuck! God yeah, damn it! And- Why is everyone incompetent? Oh, they did. Um, Thomas Jerome Newton did mention that Van Horn knows everything about you and your operation, and that you're an imposter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is important, and that's why she's panicked about this. He's the just one man who can, that. 
who could blow your cover. How much did he know? Oh, he knows everything. Wait, what? Well, he he was a he was a senior agent. Like he knew everything. Uh, and then so they cut to the lab, and Astrid's carrying some stuff in, and I forget is it. Uh, the senator's personal effects, or is it stuff Walter wanted it's, to try and it's trigger? Stuff members? Walter wanted. It's stuff Walter wanted, oh, and she's at the front oh, it's, security. It's the trigger objects. Yeah, uh, she's yeah, at the front which security, which is a picture of former President <laughs> George W. Bush and a hump magazine. Yep. <laughs> which uh, has such headlines as twenty pages of classic celebrity twins. I don't know how you get twenty pages mm. of that. Uh, the engaging art of seduction, and then the most important people in sex. <laughs> I I don't want to brush over this little scene as well because I think it's important for character development. But Astrid goes to the front desk of security and she's like, "Hey, this is Agent Astrid Farnsworth. Or like, I'm here, I'm here to get stuff." And she's like, "Well, I have an Astro Farnsworth." And she's like, "Nope, <laughs> yep, that's me, that's me." <laughs> but then she walks in and she like they do the thing where they show off what she brought and she complains. And then um, Walter calls her, calls her Astrid, just normally. And she's yeah. like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> and Walter's like, what? Right. What's wrong? She's like, you usually get my name wrong, and you got it right. And it's like, oh, well, I guess I did. <laughs> Which I thought that was just a nice little scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think the writers no. uh, couldn't think of any more good Astros. So uh, <laughs> they were like, fuck it, that's, that's, that's done now. Yeah, we'll 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 revert back to them, but that's it for right now. Yeah. Well, it's always nice to get like character development. Like Walter's in a happy place, so he's more lucid. Like yeah. I get to run massive dynamic. I get all the resources I could ever want. And so he's a little bit more sane and more happy. lucid. Ignore the fact that he's literally high on drugs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, but hey, we, let's ignore we, it. He can't be prosecuted for it cuz he's the owner of a major company. That makes him immune to like every law. Yes, but hey, let's let's ignore the the potential uh, like everything that could come. <laughs> oh, um, oh, unprofessional! Oh. That's incredibly unprofessional. That's not going to get cut either. <laughs> you motherfuckers! I'll be back. You, you guys got this. Oh no! Oh no! Where are we in the episode? <laughs> um. Okay, Astrid and Walter have the interaction. Uh, then Olivia and Peter are in Van Horn's office getting, like, just looking through to see if they can find right. anything. Um, Peter finds the big document that's just full of all of their information and is like, holy <laughs> shit, he knew everything about us. <laughs> yeah. This is this is not great. And Olivia's like, yep, not great that you know this. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just want to say, in the Fringe... Uh, fandom like the fringe wiki mm -hmm. that we have to use this week um the synopsis goes van horn is taken to walter's new lab at massive dynamic where walter begins to work on him and then during the examination van horn revives this scene is not in the synopsis oh at all it's kind of important but <laughs> there's several scenes that aren't in here <laughs> oh i guess the uh editors for this wiki were lazy yeah so yeah, Peter's they're kind of like kind of flirting, but Bolivia is obviously on edge, being like shit. Yep. He might find something that exposes me, um, and then gets a phone call from Thomas Jerome Newton, and I forget is isn't he basically like you fucked up so bad? I'm gonna have to fix this. Well, 
<coughs> Sorry. <You're> good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I went to talk and I just breathe in saliva. <laughs> um I think I don't think he's like you fucked up. I think just like there's a general like, okay, don't worry, I've got this solved. Uh or Olivia's like Yeah, Olivia's sort of like, okay, how are you gonna solve this? And then he's like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. Where's the body? He's like, well, we moved it to the lab. He's like, okay, I'll get someone on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she gets the phone call and then Peter finds the box and he's like, he holds up a picture of her and it's all dramatic. And she's like, oh, no, I've been blown. He's like, no, there's files on all of us. What the fuck? (laughs) And she's like, oh, thank God. He wasn't a complete idiot. It wasn't just info on my on me. Uh, we then cut to a family having a nice dinner. Yep. Perfectly normal family. Kid doesn't want to be, eat the asparagus because... Which, like, kid uh, doesn't know what's great. Fucking asparagus delicious. Put some I mean, olive I gotta, oil and salt and pepper on that shit. I gotta blame the parents because that just looks like steamed asparagus, which would be trash. Yes. There was a really good write-up on Reddit at some point where it's like, hey, if you've been steaming your vegetables, this is why you hate vegetables. Don't steam them. <laughs> You or, sap all the nutrients out of them and the or, flavor. Or you can steam them. Just don't oversteam them, which is the yeah, other yes. issue people do. Like, they should yeah. still oh my be God, back. I'm back. Steamed um, vegetables and- should still be crispy and have, like, a crunch to them. They shouldn't just be mush. What about steamed porgy? Can I steam a fish? Yeah. Steamed fish yeah. is great. But what if it's so tough that you and the other guy that is helping you emulate Breath of the Wild recipes break down and laughing. Oh, crying. okay. Yeah. This is, uh, what is <laughs> this a you. reference to? <laughs> Thank you for getting my reference. <laughs> what are you referencing? Uh, only took a long time. Charlie never has original thoughts. What is he referencing? Ahmed, did you see the new um, Brian David Gilbert video that was on, um, what's it called? Attack of the Show G4 or something? No. Nope. Is it like the what am I doing now thing? No, G4 is trying to make a comeback as a YouTube channel, and it seems like they're getting uh, BDG to make some videos for them. Ooh. Which would be, should be down, or should be awesome. I did yeah. see his, uh, his latest, like, weird high art project. <laughs> that was the, the camcorder one that keeps looping. That gets oh weirder. my god, Jesus Christ. That's fucking crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Let's cut back to the family here. Um, yeah. There's a knock at the door and the dad gets up and, oh, hey, it's Thomas Jerome Newton. Just an old friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, um, I have a job for you. You're going to have to reassign and make sure to clean up any loose ends. And he's like, but my family. And he goes, you don't have <laughs> well, a family. No. And, you know, it's just really nice that they use this scene to show that the shapeshifters are human and have empathy. And that's the <laughs> first time I've said this. Yeah, it was a really it was a really surprising scene that I did not know about beforehand <laughs> at all. <Yep. laughs> because of something that had to be cut in an earlier episode, I swear. I will say the the slightly upsetting thing from this entire thing is just like how in season two when we see what happens with uh, Charlie's shapeshifter and how he's just like getting fucked because he's been in Charlie's body for too long, and then here it's like, oh yeah, no, this guy's been in this body for like five years. So I can only uh, assume that um like there is some sort of process that they do to the body like so the shapeshifter who switched into charlie i think didn't have enough prep time or something which is probably the explanation well i think it's also okay. his his like transformation device got broken oh, so maybe that, that, that well. puts off a signal that like stabilizes them that could be true as well 
or this like guy is good. getting more regular mercury like injections to keep him stable mm-hmm. where charlie was like breaking apart thermometers because yeah this dude is definitely more of a long-term Person. plant compared to yes. charlie shapeshifter who was more like a like there to kill someone like i think they're um they're, they might just be built differently as well yeah yeah that's also a possibility but anyways he newton's like okay but you have to do this job if you don't do this job then i'll kill your family i think was his threat no well, not no. even that he is was it? just like he there wasn't even a threat there was just like here's your mission details this is what you got to do do the mission and the guy was like okay like there wasn't even no threat yeah, here okay Mm-hmm. It was literally just like do the mission and you know make sure you don't have any mess and then go into a new body afterwards. And that was literally it. Okay. It was just standard shapeshifter uh, affairs here. Yeah. Um, uh, back at the lab. Yeah. yeah. Walter has managed to kind of wake up Van Horn. Well, um, not even. Yeah, sort they've, of. He's been able to find like some brain activity. Yeah, they've connected yeah. electrodes and they're like, hey, we can stimulate him, but is not really getting anything out of him. And then, but Walter's like, oh, hey, look, if I hold up this picture of his wife, then we get more activity. We get we the most the, brain activity. Bring we me need the, the wife. wife. <laughs> yeah, I need the wife in here and we can get info. And Burroughs is like, excuse me? Not only is yeah. that a security risk, but this might traumatize her for the rest of her life. Oh, no, no. The, no. Important, the important thing to know is Broyles is fine with it. It's Olivia who's like, Olivia, hey, this is cool. Olivia's all like, well, no, we shouldn't do this. What if it doesn't work? The poor wife. Yeah. What if it, what if it, blows, what if it blows my cover? Wait. <laughs> this is, she's going to be a like, security threat. And then Broyles is like, no, I trust her personally. If there's anyone who can stomach this, it's her. <laughs> It's just Olivia going, well, fuck me. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what Senator Van Horn has told me about their uh, personal life. <laughs> she'll be able to stomach this for sure. She's personally killed 12 men. I'm sure she'll be fine. <laughs> uh, we cut back to shapeshifter cop dad, and he's like pulling a gun and his like transformation box out of a safe. And you're like, oh, man, he's going to go kill his family. But no, he has a really tender moment with his not son. And he's like, I just gotta go do this, and then I'll be back. Yeah, it's also I just gotta go to work for a little it's, bit. It's also a very weird conversation because the son's like, I think the monster's there under my bed. I didn't check though. And the shapeshifter's like, Well, maybe you get to know the monster. The monster's a nice guy <laughs> who like formed a connection with the people, and maybe the monster's not all that bad. Maybe you shouldn't be so and mean to maybe, monsters, all right? Okay. Well, no, well, no. And he's like, and then maybe the monster becomes your best friend, and the kid's like, But dad, you're my best friend. And he's like, Exactly. And he leaves. Dad's like, Maybe the monster is doing his best, and your mom should get off the monster's back. Jeez. <laughs> you come home late one night, and she flips on the I monster. Also really like, I also really like that the password to the safe is literally just 16U. Like, it's, 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 three, it's three things. Oh, yeah, this is also very great to reveal that the dude's a police officer, which also yeah. isn't great. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense. They want to infiltrate positions of authority. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he's like, okay, the monster, I mean, your dad has to go to work now. Uh, we cut back to Massive Dynamic, oh, and the senator's wife is being introduced to olivia and peter and is kind of being walked through massive dynamic and about to go see her not husband's corpse that isn't dead (laughs) they never really come out and say how long the shapeshifter has been swapped so it could probably have been years oh yeah oh no they 
They do say because when they when they say that they've been that um Senator Van Horn's been collecting data on the fringe team for two years, they're like, oh, oh shit, that probably puts a timeline on this. Well, also they don't say like he could have been doing it longer as well. Like yes, but it's like minimum two years. Yeah, yeah. but fringe At teams only existed. The... Fringe teams only existed for two years. Yes. <laughs> At which point the wife. At which point the wife was like, "Man, I can't believe I never noticed. He would have known. I blame myself for this." Which is, I mean, <laughs> Bros not... looks on silently. Yes, you should have known. <laughs> not very reasonable, but a very realistic, I think. Um, yeah. Reaction. Oh no the the conversation that we're about to get to makes me makes me laugh so much because there's this incredibly touching conversation where she's like essentially like trying to like talk to him and like essentially like you know trying to get out like her last words essentially to now what she knows is like her dead husband from like years ago mm-hmm. and is like trying to explain what's going on and it's like oh you know um our our, our daughter she said her first her first granddaughter words, they were granddaughter. shoes <laughs> or granddaughter oh it was granddaughter okay yeah never <laughs> a little bit old to be having their first kid <laughs> well no Listen, well yes Did well they say yes first granddaughter <laughs> She she looks to be like in her forties or fifties. Forties like. at least. <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. This is it's definitely old to be having your first child. But like, I didn't know if this was just like a later child for them or whatever. Anyways, my my thing no longer makes sense. Then I didn't hear granddaughter at the time because <laughs> I was I was very concerned about the like reproduction capabilities of the shapeshifters. Yeah, from I know. All of this. Grandchild, grandchild. Thank fuck. No weird half shapeshifter babies yet. <laughs> I was. Just very, very concerned. It's like, oh god, said their first said their first word. It's probably Would the mother with him. die from mercury poisoning? Uh it depends if mercury. If the shapeshifter comes mercury yeah. like ejaculates mercury. Yeah. It's in their blood though, which uh, I don't know. Yeah. Listen, listen anyway, hun, I need to wear a condom every time. It's for your safety, <laughs> not just mine. I think the mercury Why is, is your jizz melting through this latex condom? Uh, anyway, she's like giving him a very tender like goodbye, and then Astrid detects neural activity, and it's coming from the spine. Yep. And Walter's like, "That makes no sense. We must have the the readings wrong." And then um, Van Horn wakes up, and you get a jump scare. You you do get jump scare, followed by him just stating like a couple different things, like ten, eleven, some places. Um. That would be and horrifying, this though. Poor like, wife. This poor wife. Because he like wakes up and is rambling weird stuff, and but then like the sheet kind of comes off, and you could see his exposed brain. Yep. And it's yep. all yep. silver, and you're it's like, not this great. Isn't. It's and not then great. Bro- then Papa Broyles comes to her side for support. <laughs> and then Peter like pulls out some wires from the from the poor man, from the poor <laughs> and, Van Horn corpse, and turns them off. And then Astrid's like, "Oh my god, maybe that's a cipher. Maybe it's something." And the wife's like, "No, I know exactly what he's talking about. Our ten year anniversary is coming up, and those were the hotels we were thinking about going to." And, and oh. the day, the the tenth of uh, yeah, tenth of no- or of uh, November. Yep. It's like, oh god. And but, then while this is happening, uh, fake Olivia. Or Olivia Fake Dunham, because remember, all villains need to have three names. Um, <laughs> gets the text from uh, Thomas Jerome Newton that's like, hey, he's coming in 15 minutes. Get out of there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Walter then discovers, oh, they're like a Triceratops, right? Is this where this comes in? Well, so that happens, no, that no, happens a bit later. But like, you know, basically Olivia's like, hey, let's go like get you some food. Uh, get out of here for a little bit. 
Hey, um, Peter, you, you should leave lab. right now. I like you. Don't come to school tomorrow. <laughs> That's pretty much sort of what happens. She yeah. like, gets everyone yep. down. They go to the, um, what's it Cafeteria. called? Cafeteria to go get Cafeteria. food. And they're sort of chatting. And um, Walter's talking to Astrid. And she, he's just like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I thought this would work. I don't know what's going on. And Astrid's like, don't worry about it. You're doing great. Like, oh, but my high's coming down. I'm really depressed now. Like, here, don't you like pudding here? Oh, they have animal crackers. You love animal crackers. I, I mean, I always liked the Stegosaurus myself. And then Walter goes, Stegosaurus, that's it. And he rushes also, off. Those aren't animal crackers. Those are animal cookies. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Animal and, crackers yeah. is and a Walter, brand name. Walter wants dino cookies instead, slash Billy wants or belly wanted dino cookies. Do you guys remember the oatmeal that had dinosaur eggs in it? And when you heated it up, the yeah, eggs would delicious. hatch. Yeah, I miss that. No. You can still get it. You, you never had it, that? No, I hate oatmeal. Oh, what the fuck's wrong with you? Actually, I think I know why you hate oatmeal. Oatmeal sucks. Oh, no, I know why you hate milk. I don't hate milk. I can't eat warm milk. Drink warm milk. Yeah. <laughs> I eat love is a cold better, milk. Is a better statement from there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but walter rushes off having the epiphany of just like a, some dinosaurs had a second brain lower along their spines the shapeshifters also have a second brain near their ass but also yeah. like, well it's not quite second brain it's like in the in the dinosaurs it was like a cluster of nerves there yeah like, but you know. we have that as well the corpus colossum like it's not that weird of a concept yeah but mm. as as Walter gets into the elevator to kind of ramble and explain this, a, a very friendly police officer also gets in. And yep. Walter and... explains all this. And the dude, like, takes out his shape-shifty device. And you're like, shit, is Walter about to die? Would, is this the play? Is John Noble plays <laughs> someone playing himself for the rest of the show? Which and, and then would have been crazy. It would have. We we then do have an incredible um, little moment there as well, where um, he makes he mentions he specifically mentions um, that Belly, um, you know, he, he should have thought thought of this more because of Belly. And then the shapeshifter just kind of like startles is like startled for a second and then like puts the like device away. Yep. Yeah. This is a very interesting little moment. And then Walter um, goes back to the lab, and the guy's like, "Cool, Mister Bishop, you can go in." And he's like, "Hey, cop, who are you?" And the cop just kind of looks at him, and you're like. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he should say something. This but is then he looks. Weird. To be fair, okay. Do we talk about how Walter stabs the dude? By the way, not yet. Not yet. That doesn't quite happen yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Walter goes and Walter goes and does the uh, does the operation on Van Horn, and by operation I mean flips him over and cuts into his back. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Pulls out this and disc as he's and as he's trying to get the disc out, um, the the cop comes in, points the gun, and is like, "Hey, step away!" And Walter's like, "Oh shit." Steps steps away. Um, cop comes, grab, grabs the disc um, out from in there without getting any mercury on his hands. I want to mention as well. Um, yeah. And Walter's just like, "Oh, cool!" Picks up a big ass knife and stabs the fuck out of the uh, shapeshifter. Which... Oh my god! And his face is terrified the whole time. Like he's like, "Okay, I have to stab him. I have to stab him. I have to stab him now." I gotta say, when Walter goes hard, he goes fucking hard because he just gets the dude as well. Like, that is, that is my face if I ever had to kill someone or stab that, someone. I'm like, I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. If it wasn't a shapeshifter, Walter would have killed that man. Like, 100%. Like, oh, that was yeah. Like, a clean gut shot. 
like and so of the a dude massive knife. He needed to, he needed to like pull once he had it in there. Like yeah, because that was a serrated blade too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in revenge, the guy hits Walter and then shoves him headfirst into a crossbeam, and Walter is unconscious. He should be dead, but yeah, he's fuck just you, old man. Yep. <laughs> Um, uh, the cop get then gets into the elevator calmly, goes down, manages to leave just as Peter and Olivia have noticed Walter's been missing, so they're running up to go get it. Olivia's probably like, he just went to the washroom, I'm sure he's fine. Nope, and, guard, the secretary outside the lab is dead, and Walter is bleeding you, from sorry. a head wound. Well, no, well, no, they get into the elevator, they look, and there's mercury all over the fucking... Uh, Buttons. <laughs> Buttons. And then and they're like, like, oh shit, that's him. Olivia, go after him, I'll go get Walter. And Olivia's like, yep, yeah, I will totally go and arrest that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Walks outside, looks around, sighs, stands still, waits for the elevator to come back, and heads up to, for Peter. Yep, uh, as he Peter got away, finds I the... I couldn't find him. Yep, Peter finds the uh, security dude dead, and it's like, oh shit. And he goes to Walter, who's bleeding from his scalp <laughs> after getting hit. Yeah. And then Astrid but, um, runs luckily, in. Luckily, Walter's conscious. Yeah, the, Walter's not unconscious for too long, so he doesn't have too much brain damage. Astrid comes in freaked out. Um, Peter tries to access security cameras and can't, and Walter's like, oh, let me, and like scans his fingerprint and goes, there you go. <laughs> it does the awesome thing where when you're accessing something, you don't have access, it flashes red and says no access. <laughs> And then when you do have access, it, it another window pops up that's green and says access granted. Yep, because, you know, that's how computers work. <laughs> exactly. There's no login window or anything. And then the no. cop shows back up at his home and he's like, cool, did the thing. Get to go back to being friends with my son. But oh and, no, Thomas Jerome Newton's there. <laughs> and he's like, hey, Thomas Jerome Newton. And Newton's like, why are you saying my full name? And the guy's like, <laughs> I have to. And he hands him the disc and <laughs> Newton's like, oh, I didn't expect you to go in like your current face. But uh, th- that's okay. Um, I killed your family for you. <laughs> and the cop's like, "How? why would you do that? I can't believe it. And Newton's like, I was lying. But, but now I is- understand. <laughs> <laughs> You're broken, and there's no way to fix you. And so Newton kills the cop, well, no. shapeshifter. N- Newton's like, but that's okay. I'm just going to leave now peacefully and let you live your life. And you can see the cop go, oh, okay. And then Newton pulls out a gun and <laughs> shoots him in the head. <laughs> Which was like, why was that part necessary, man? Uh, (laughs) Why do you gotta get his hopes up and then just shoot him? Like, and then Olivia and Peter. Yeah, Olivia and Peter show up just as he kills the cop, and they get into their speedy Ford Taurus (laughs) because it it really zooms in on the the nameplate of the car, and they pursue Newton in a car chase. Yeah, we get, and it's like kind of a like sort of like there's there's no music playing during the car chase. It's just like vroom, and that's like all that the car chase is. Yeah. It's just car car revving noises. Uh, they go into a tunnel, and Newton like deliberately flips his car. Right, probably like yeah, pulls no, he out, like pulls out he, past someone, and then he jackknifes and flips the car deliberately. Um, and Olivia or Bolivia manages to get to him first and get the the memory drive from him and um yeah newton has been captured he's been arrested the good guys are winning right (laughs) nope because bolivia visits him in jail and gives him a very tasty tasty computer chip which he eats and dies (laughs) 
And it like causes him to go into like a spasm as well. It doesn't just kill him. It like Well, he also starts like bleeding a lot. It, yeah. It's weird. Um they also have a conversation, and I completely forget the contents of the conversation. Nick? Is it just like Newton being like, Oh, you're gonna fuck this up, you're too invested, you actually like Peter? Uh- I'll I'll be back in a sec. Apologies. Okay. Uh, it is basically though. Yeah, no. Like, I'll, you're you're gonna fuck this up. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Newton's like, "Hey, you're gonna fuck this up," and Olivia Olivia's like, Haha, "Kill yourself." And he goes, "Okay." <laughs> that was the plan, anyways. God, <laughs> you don't even know this plan. Uh, and then Peter is at a bar and gets a text from Olivia, being like, "Hey, I just got done finished briefing Broils. We need to talk somewhere." And this, him meeting with Olivia is interspliced with Newton killing himself. So there's like dramatic tension of Olivia pretending to be someone she's not and is like, oh, hey, you know how you said you could chow with people having had sex? Well, let's, let's do that. She's like, I didn't want to talk. I wanted to bang. And then they do. And Newton's dying and like his mercury is melting out of his ears. Mm-hmm. As but, they yeah. bang. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia and Peter bang. And that's Olivia the episode. F- or fake Olivia fully commits to the plan and sleeps with Peter. Which, yeah. She bought into her own honeypot. Yep. But that is the episode. Yeah. You said this wasn't a good episode last week, by the way. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember saying that. I swear you said that. This was, uh, I thought this I, was a no, pretty good episode. I said last episode wasn't a great episode oh okay 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 uh you know charlie you did also say that this was a bad episode because we're like oh man the page didn't get a set didn't get a set and it was like oh it must be because this episode's terrible uh oh that was a joke that wasn't me objectively stating anything ah. okay <laughs> okay this was a All fun right, episode because well. we saw more yeah. of a massive dynamic and like the shapeshifters get some humanization yeah. and olivia or bolivia is in more murky water because she's banged Peter and as we all know as soon as the dick enters the woman she's corrupted yep this is yep, also the end of Thomas Jerome Newton which I thought was crazy just yeah he's just yeah. randomly we, we is... don't have a three name uh, three name villain right now it's exactly. Olivia fake Dunham <laughs> <laughs> that's what no, I'm gonna it's, call it's her Olivia from Bolivia on. Dunham Olivia <laughs> Bolivia Dunham oh god <laughs> um OBD the... <laughs> The Observer <laughs> uh, this episode was um, can be seen when uh, Olivia, Broyles, and Bishop, or Peter, are arriving at Massive Dynamic, I think, the first time. If there's mm-hmm. an exterior shot of that, the Observer is somewhere there. And the cipher is Shift, Ooh. which, again, has shapeshifters. Uh, Olivia and Peter's relationship has shifted. Walter's role has kind of shifted as he's now in charge of Massive Dynamic. And mm-hmm. yeah, lots of shifts. Huh. Um, um, we... the, the, the exciting part of this episode where I try and figure things out. Um, give, give me a minute. Um, yeah, I'm, gotta... I'm, seeing if, I'm seeing if the specific page has been, not the, not the page for uh, do shapeshifters the... dream of electric sheep, but does, is the uh, the other one. The okay, next while episode that, clues. While that happens, yeah. uh, Charlie, should I buy pizza pockets? <laughs> yes. Why okay. wouldn't you? Should I buy 600 grams, 100 grams, or 1.4 kilograms? 1.4 kilograms. Always buy... Listen. We'll do the math and figure out what is the most cost efficient. Uh, but that's just the regular pepperoni flavor. They, all the other flavors are in less 
Yeah. Oh, man, I got samosas I can heat up. The problem with pizza pockets is I always crave them, but then when I eat them, I feel sick. <laughs> um, no, there doesn't appear to be a next episode clue. All right, Nick, um, make yeah. one up. All from, right. Um, from the, what, what were we at? The plateau? The plateau, yes. All right, so last episode, man, so the real, now we, we got to stick with it being the last episode, even though it was in uh, Universe Red. Yeah. In the alternate uh, universe, yeah. All right, so um, just just as a recap from last episode. Um, Weaponized autism. <laughs> yeah. All um. right. So in the last episode, um, ooh, actually, let's just go off of whatever the fuck was in that uh, one image that I put posted there. All right. Um, <laughs> the Be Vigilant uh, poster that has the fridge thing on it from the last episode. Um, there is a right eye that is shown in the, well, in no, the no, image no, no. there. No, it's be be vigilant because of shapeshifters. No, yeah, you no, gotta David, keep an, you gotta simple. keep an eye out for shape. You gotta keep an eye out. You gotta be vigilant, and a shapeshifter gets his eye shot in this episode. I was gonna say no. It's because a shapeshifter gets his eye shot out. Um, you can see that the time is three fifty nine because there are three shapeshifters. And they, five of them go nine. Five of them Gosh. go nine. <laughs> well, no, it's on the, on the poster. We only see the left eye. The right eye is is blocked by something. Like oh. the right eye of this shapeshifter was shot out. You can see that exactly. it says beer to go because because <laughs> you that... need to drink heavily to understand these next episode clues. <laughs> see, we got it. We we found it. We found did we one. did we. <laughs> Uh, episode ratings. Uh, David, you start. Um, I actually really like this episode. It was pretty cool. I thought it was interesting. I always love more shapeshift for shit. Um, it's nice to see Thomas Jerome Newton go out and actually like sort of affect the episode storyline <laughs> more. Instead of just being there. Yeah. So um, probably like a four, maybe a 4.5. No, probably just a four. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with yeah, that. This is this is like a three point five four. It's yeah. fun. It yeah. moves the plot forward in a non boring way. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, a genuine feeling of like stakes are going up because oh man, if there's a shapeshifter who's a senator and a shapeshifter who's a cop, where else have they investigated? Newton's dead, so Bolivia's now, I guess, in charge of all of the shapeshifters, and she's kind of pulled Peter deeper into her vagina of lies why makes me upset all of that <laughs> Nick what's your rating Just very upset alright um, my episode rating is a 1 for Charlie's comments and <laughs> a 4 for this episode a one that's full one I, higher than I thought I would get. Yeah, the only reason it's not a zero, Charlie, is because you showed up, and I've been told I have to give participation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sounds um, so bitter, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, this this is I, I 
think this is a really fun episode. Um, and like, it's really nice to like get like more background on the shapeshifters, and it's not just like, oh wow, they're here, and they're like a B plot in the episode. This time, it's like, oh wow, it's not just fringe team trying to like get a step ahead of the shapeshifters. It's like, yeah, let's go from the shapeshifter side of things, and it was really fun. Yeah, yeah we get um, to see that they're not just like completely gone; they're still here. They're also not like yeah. super omniscient and like always like doing good and never failing like this is the shapeshifters really yeah. on reacting against fringe team and then corrupting mechanic. corrupting them with emotion and like attachments is also a neat thing because mm-hmm. now it's not like oh well why don't the shapeshifters yeah. just like take over the country and nuke everyone it's like well because they formed emotional attachments getting into those roles and killing everyone would go against that so it's a nice little plot explanation for why you know the shapeshifters haven't taken over everything yet. Right. Agreed. But yeah. All right. I, solid episode. Yeah. And I think that brings us to the end of our episode, which I thought was a very solid episode with our half hour of tangents at the very beginning. God. Uh, if you love half hours <laughs> of tangents at the beginning of episodes, uh, you should listen to more Forsaf and you should tell your friends to listen to more Forsaf, especially over there where on the stair. No, our most popular stop. episode please today. please stop. you can you can find over where there on the stair uh at any podcasting <laughs> service such as spotify um uh... google play amazon alexa itunes our home at podbean if you would like to complain about over there where on the stair uh you can do that in two different forms you can email us at forsaf at uh, email us at forsaf at gmail.com that is f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f at gmail.com uh you can reach us on twitter at forsaf which is is that spelled the same way yep uh that's the at sign f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f on twitter and you can see david live tweet his meltdowns and his editing sessions which may or may not be one and the same um that's all i got uh mailbag is podbean yelling at us because we're bad Mailbag is um, still empty. No tweets yep. either. One yep. day. One day. Maybe one day. Um, hey, if you want to get our attention and not do it, uh, make a thread on the Fringe subreddit and just like, I'll check it in a week and see if there's been any <laughs> threads. <laughs> and if there are, I'll read every comment in dramatic fashion. So that's, Please that's don't. one way. I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> No one does, but I want audience engagement. This is how I'm forcing it. But yeah, thanks for listening. Please come back for more. Tell your friends to start from episode one and binge it. I think we're at... This is 52 episodes now? Uh, 53. 53. So there you go. If you listen to one episode a week, there's a full year of content. We won't promise it's all good, but it's there. I would argue that maybe 70% of it is good. I would, yeah, no, I would stand with that. 60 to 70% of these are generally okay. <laughs> you lowered my percentage? I did. <laughs> and I also, I also lowered from good to generally okay. <laughs> That's the note we're going out on. Outro. The theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license. <laughs>